with jacks and we'll get rich but oops i found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again so tomorrow's a new day let's order pizza Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella, Hella in Your 30s. 30s. This is the Faux Pas Lounge number three. <laughs> uh, every once in a while, Nick and I like to take a little break. And instead of putting effort into our podcast, we like to drink and talk about things. Muriel is uh, looking mighty fly uh, in our crazy chair that we got for free, I think. Holding your microphone in a hand with a huge bandage on it. Mm -hmm. I uh, did a classic move recently. Uh, cooking in somebody else's kitchen. So first of all, big red flag. You know, you cook in your own kitchen. You don't know other people's kitchens. Is that like an old saying? Like never like stay out of other people's oh, kitchens? Yeah. 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 Stay out of other people's kitchens. <laughs> um, and I was making a pasta and it weighed about a thousand pounds. And I, my friend whose house it was, my friend Randy said... Do you want some oven mitts? And I, like my forefathers, a.k.a. my real father, like who likes to pull hot oysters out of the fire with his bare hands. I remember that. Said no. Yeah, that's his thing. I said no and just used a loose towel and then proceeded to burn all of the skin off the top of my hand in the shape of an oven rack from the top <laughs> oh, rack of the thing. It's pretty gruesome. It's like... I mean, at this point, I'm keeping the bandage on just because I don't like the way the scar looks, basically. Muriel Montgomery is definitely known to burn herself. Mm -hmm. The girl burns herself. The other thing she does is um, every anytime food is ready, as soon as she takes that first bite of food, she starts choking violently. Mm -hmm. So whenever we're around other people and she starts choking violently or burning herself, and I think our friends think I'm really insensitive and <laughs> I don't care because I can't. Oh, but for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> no, for this reason specifically, I don't really react because I'm so desensitized to it. Well, like also my four, my my forefathers, my grandmother has a tiny esophagus and she always says, what did she have to get? What, what's the thing you get? Endoscopy? Like if you get the thing that goes down your throat? Oh, I don't I have no idea. No, you have like a thing that goes down your throat like for um so you can breathe during surgery or something anyway <laughs> yeah. they had to use a child's one on her oh so uh, no. and she uh, and she does talk about it from time <laughs> to time so i inherited that from her and my great love of butter and salt combined on a cracker one time we were in this park walking with muriel's grandmother and she we climbed up this little hill to see if <laughs> where we were and we come back down the hill and Mary starts running down the hill because she loses control. Over 80. I think she's 81 at the time. And she wiped out full front tumble. Actually pretty, not a full wipeout. It was actually sort of a controlled barrel roll. <laughs> yeah, but it was a, it was a it head was, to toe barrel roll, it was, not a side to side. No, right. She it came, was, she fell straight legged and then rolled up over her shoulder with her head, her legs above her head. It was very intense. It, was, it like she if if she had died, it would have been like oh, most people would die from that fall. <laughs> so she popped right up, like looking around as if she had just been attacked by a deer or something. And we were like, "Are you okay?" We were so freaked out, like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And she's like, "I'm fine, I'm fine." And 
she was like, I'm just a little dirty. And she opened the palms of her hand and her bone in one of her fingers, like in her joints was poking out, not breaking through the skin, but poking out. It was some, what's that thing called where the tendons suck your finger in and shoot it out? Like you just broke your hand. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's a really funny description. <laughs> I think that's how she described she it. She's had like a tight tendon in her finger from playing tennis. So like when you straighten your hand out to see if it's okay, it pops out like your bone is broken. But it's really just a tight tendon. Because one of her nat- fingers is naturally curled under, which I didn't realize. Anyway. We thought she had broken her hand, but she was she was totally fine. No, I'm. I mean, we're all like, all of my mother and my grandmother and I, I don't even know how we are alive we were like constantly constantly <laughs> we were at my mom's house for christmas and she's <laughs> why do i think what? it's funny this is she broke her toe like, oh I yeah that wasn't we were, funny but we it's laughable like, it was really <laughs> fucked up we were just sitting there like playing games we were drinking wine it was really late at night and we were having this and then we all said good night it was really peaceful it was like christmas time <laughs> Just hear this like crazy cracking sound. <laughs> my mom just goes, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> they, came, they came downstairs. <laughs> like all the lights were on, she just kicked. The, she just kicked the wall or something and broke her toe. <laughs> oh, no. I totally remember that. Yeah, I mean that's how we that's how we roll. We all just. I mean, my, we're just constantly falling down and running into walls and burning ourselves. Muriel does have so many bruises pop up out of nowhere. And I genuinely don't know where they come from. Apparently, it's like a sign of adult ADD, right? Yeah, that's a, like a thing that's on a questionnaire that I had to take once. <laughs> because I've got problems. Like, do you get bruises that you don't know where they come from? I was from? like, oh, level 10. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be like, and my favorite with favorite thing, like if you have one on your butt or something that you can't see, and I'll be like, oh my God, you have a huge bruise on your butt. You'd be like, no, I don't. Like you always deny it immediately. I'm like, yeah, I'm not lying. I used to think I bruised easily, and then I just realized that's also not true. I just get bruises. (laughs) It was like for a really long time, like, you know, I'm happy. I love myself. And like, I always feel like if I gain weight, I carry it well, like whatever. But I always thought I was like really big boned and like muscular. And then in college, I got like this like, you know, like they do a full like workup where they determine your body fat and your body density and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And they were just like, you're not big bone. <laughs> <laughs> Is just, anybody? No, I no don't even know why I thought that. that. That's I don't not know. even a thing. That's like a total myth. No, no, no. I don't know. Literally, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why I said no. I don't know if it's a thing, if it's not a thing, whatever it I mean, was. I know I'm big bone, but I just don't think other people are. <laughs> you know. Well, whatever it was, I always thought I was big boned and bruised easily. And I don't think either <laughs> of those are true. No. Also that I have a tiny esophagus. <laughs> No, well, what, you don't have a tiny. Yeah, you don't have a tiny esophagus. You see food, you're really excited to eat it. You take a very reasonable sized bite. You take a dainty little forkful into your mouth, and then you choke immediately. I on don't it know every what that is until you're coughing and tears streaming down your face. Boogers, the whole thing. 
in a restaurant, yeah. at a dinner table, anywhere. Yeah. Friend's house. Anywhere. Like literally anywhere. Walking down the street. I do it at work all the time. <laughs> if I go through, this is literally what I do when it's slow or when it's busy. I'll go into the kitchen for no reason, steal a tortilla chip, eat the tortilla chip, immediately choke. <laughs> and then have to walk through the dish pit to cough it out down the hallway and then go back out to the floor and that's literally what i'll do i'll just like take a chip choke it out come back <laughs> take a lap drink some water that's a pretty good uh slogan choke it out choke it out yeah just like don't go in someone else or don't cook in someone else's kitchen i'm churning them out today man we're, these are these belong on um I almost said lanyards. What are the things where you crochet, like yeah. not crochet, lanyards? Stitch, <laughs> <laughs> stitch when you stitch a saying into like a, yeah. a piece of fabric, that like you the hang. plastic thing you put on That's your keys. That's a lanyard that we, I used to make at Camp Houston. I know about lanyards. <laughs> oh, we have to call the the uh, pest control. We so have, here's the thing: we have, we have apparently we have termites. Shout Not apparently. Out. Apparently, there's a million bugs crawling out of our window. Right, which we have decided through the internet are termites. Yeah, I think they're termites. I feel like we could still use apparently, though, right? I mean, we don't have any, like, <laughs> bug degrees. Yeah, it's like apparently you have a tiny esophagus. So, anyway, what is happening in our apartment, we live in this beautiful... I think it's really nice. I it's love our nice apartment. apartment. Yeah, and it's like a mid-century, so it's like 1950s-ish building. And last year when it was super rainy, the roof was tested. So basically every bit of rain that fell in Los Angeles funneled its way through our ceiling into our kitchen that we had to catch in pots all over the kitchen and like destroyed our light fixtures, came out of the light fixtures and our um, landlord never fixed it. So... I think there's a lot of water damage. Like he finally came up and tarred the roof after everything like dried out. So it's like, okay, the roof is tarred up. It's been sealed, but like the inside still rotted out. So anyway, I, I kept thinking like, okay, well maybe that's just what happens in LA, whatever. And then this year we've been in this apartment three years when it got hot, all of a sudden there's swarms of these like winged ants flying in. And here's the clincher. So two things. One, they're flying in between the screen and the window, which means they're in the window frame. They're not coming in from outside. They're in there. They're coming in through the wall into the wind, like between the window and the frame and the screen. And then the other thing is, is our apartment's like a shotgun style, so it's really long. So we were noticing them swarming in from one particular window, and it's like, oh man, that sucks. They're also swarming in from the very far back window in our bedroom, <laughs> which means like wherever we're surrounded. they, unless we're like dealing with two separate, like moderate termite nests, I think it's basically the whole roof. <laughs> yeah. I told our crappy landlord and he was like, here's the name for a, a bug repellent place. He doesn't pest control. He doesn't give a, damn. he doesn't care. Yeah. And then we got busy and we were like, well, as long like, cause they only swarm at certain times. So like on the day we called him, we were, I was just massacring them with 409. Like I was walking around just killing 10, she kept, 20. She kept walking up to me and saying red wedding <laughs> and then would disappear back in just the more 409. Murders upon murders of termites. And then we called him. We're like, this is unacceptable. 
you need to fix this. And he's like, here's the number for the turbine place. And then that didn't happen for like three days. And then we got busy and we didn't call. And then today they swarmed us again. It's like you're lying on the bed, maybe taking a nap, wake up, and there's just a fat, squishy red termite on your arm. It's the worst thing maybe in the world. Speaking of three years, uh, right now it is uh, the eve of Muriel and I's three-year wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, Nick. Happy anniversary, Muriel. I'm excited for tomorrow. We have the whole day off. We're going to lay low, just... Uh, we're just going to walk around our neighborhood and do all these fun things that we never really get to do. I think we're going to go to a VR place. Virtual reality. Virtual I just, reality. I just motioned to Nick to set up because I thought. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like maybe we're talking like we're asleep. Oh, is this super low energy? Yeah. So I was trying to get you to sit oh, up. You want me but to then I, I said set up and then. Um, I was like, well, maybe I just should let it go. And then you just took the mic and put it right up in your face. I was like, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I was slouched all the way down. <laughs> I think it was I'm like chilling, this. man. I'm off these. So ones. speaking of three-year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I'm off these weed edibles. It's <laughs> been a long day, so I'm chilling. I know. I'm not even trying to criticize that. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Your life is hard. I know. Speaking of hard lives, tomorrow is our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go play some crazy video games. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. First time I ever put on a VR thing, um, Muriel's brother brought over his whole computer in like this really fancy, um, it was just like a really fancy, very state-of-the-art, very expensive setup. and But he could, didn't have batteries for the remote for the remote to like play a game. And I was like, well, do you just have like a video that you can play that I can watch? So I don't have to like do any controls, but I can just see what it's like while the thing was charging. He was like, yeah, I do. I was like, great. I was so excited. So I put it on and he's setting it up for me. And where he puts me is at the bottom of the ocean. So Nick has like a real, I think it's maybe the only weird thing about you. Just like a really hardcore thing about whales. I'm well, I'm afraid of like being in the ocean period. Like the ocean scares me and being in like being down. Muriel scratching her, her burn. Muriel. It's so burn. Itchy. It's itchy. Let it itch. Don't scratch it. So like any sort of like deep sea water thing is automatically terrifying to me. Mm -hmm. But there actually is nothing more scarier than a whale. Like the scariest thing to me in the universe <laughs> is like floating in the water and then just like from the darkness a whale comes out and like swims past you it doesn't have to eat you or anything i never think it's going to eat me that's not the point the mm -hmm. point has nothing to do with them attacking me or eating me mm -hmm. the point is just that they're there and i die mm -hmm. from fear what else so, are you afraid of so because i know that you startle really easily so that's not fear but <laughs> i had to stop startling you because it was just so sad <laughs> If I startle you, you kind of like jerk for a little bit in this like sad, slow way. <laughs> and then you just get really depressed. <laughs> it's never fun. <laughs> I always think it's going to be really funny. I know, because I think you grew up like startling your brothers. And they'd be like, oh, man, fuck you, Muriel. God, you got me. And I'm just we like, ah, did why it. did you do that? Well, you're like, uh, uh, uh. oh, God. <sighs> 
don't do that. <laughs> it's not fun at all. What okay. else are you afraid of? Um, nothing. I mean, uh, the things that everyone is afraid of. Spiders. You know? No, I'm not afraid of spiders. Well, then what? Like, you the know. The dark? No. Like, caves? No. Witches? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not scared of witches. I like witches. Um, no, I'm scared of, you know. Dying. Dying alone. And, yeah. You know, or like lying there with all the things that I don't want to talk about right now that are like depressing, but it's not like a real fear. The only thing that I'm actually, I mean, there's lots of things I'll avoid like snakes. When we went to the, <laughs> when we went to the, to the zoo and we went through this snake, um, it's a pretty depressing zoo, the LA zoo. Like yeah, the landscape of it is really beautiful, yeah. but the but the actual like animals Exhibit, and yeah. exhibits are it's there's pretty, like a chimpanzee exhibit where it's literally like they're like a concrete floor and like a chain link enclosure and, and they're like one so tire. obviously depressed and angry. Yeah, the chimp is just like sitting there and like punching the wall. It's yeah. really really disturbing. It was really weird. So, and then we went through the snake exhibit, and. It was the first time I'd, I'd ever experienced like, oh, that's the thing you kill. Like you kill a snake. Like if you're out in the expand, like I just had this sort of like, um, gut uh, like instinct level, yeah, primal instinct level of like snakes are totally evil and you have to kill them. Yeah, I have that with mosquitoes. <laughs> well, the <laughs> mosquitoes are fun to kill. To to clap clap kill mosquitoes yeah you can't I mean I've killed a billion mosquitoes I've never killed a snake unless my pollution has poisoned them slowly in their natural habitat which is probably true amphibians that's what that does to amphibians yeah like all the frogs like absorb our Cheeto powder yeah, but I don't think reptiles are the same yeah yeah, yeah I'm so snakes I wouldn't say I'm scared of but I do re recognize that I'm programmed to kill them. Um, you know, but I'm a tough guy with a lot of, uh, misplaced anger. <laughs> mortal abilities. Oh yeah. Is that what it's called? Mortal combat abilities. That's what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking. I feel like mortal abilities are all of our abilities, right? Cause we're just mortals. That is what that means. You're right. Mortal abilities. It's just. Everything except for not dying. <laughs> 100 percent of all abilities except for to never die. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm afraid of most things. Not really. What yeah. really, really scares you as much as whales scare me? Ghosts. Like, here's one thing that's a dumb thing, right? Like, I don't believe in them. Maybe I believe in them, but not really. I. Like if I was sitting here alone yeah. and I looked over and something came out of that closet that was a ghost, uh -huh. I don't think I would ever come out of that. I would yeah. never be okay again. Yeah. Even if it's like people are like, I saw a ghost. So it's like, I, it's not that I don't believe in them necessarily. Like yeah. it's not really about that. But if I legit saw a ghost. It would just break something inside of you. It would shatter my mind. That's how I am with whales. 
No, but you've seen whales. I, but if I was in water, okay, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> if I was, and I don't care about breathing or suffocating or anything. If I was deep in the ocean okay. floating there, right? So that the surface of the water is way, way above me. Uh-huh. And the floor of the bottom of the sea is way, way, way below me. And I'm just floating there. Yeah. And a whale came by you, approached and passed me. I would shatter on the inside. <laughs> That will never happen. I'll never be in that position. You might. No, the, I won't. The ocean is rising. <laughs> I will never be in that position because if the ocean is ever rising that high, I will kill myself to avoid <laughs> the whale thing. Now it looks like I'm going to be alone. That whale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die no, alone. You won't be alone, baby, because I'll come haunt you. I'll be the thing coming out of the closet. Great. Um, what? Yeah, that, that would shatter me. That would I be. Would, so. That's as. That's as. Um, as probable as a ghost coming out of the closet. I would say less probable. I think a ghost coming out of the closet is more likely to happen than me. I think completely the opposite because whales are demonstrably real. <laughs> I, don't even not, like, I don't think you'd win a debate on that one. I don't even like one. pictures of whales. I mean, I know that because I that and I know that you know because I've ones, been married to you for three years. You know which ones don't really scare me though are the like when you go like whale watching and they're at, they're at the surface and like the orca whales jumping and stuff. I mean, that's like what it's like that is such a great example of how you're always a magical mystery. Like, because <laughs> I know that like I know that that's fine for you. But <laughs> there's these like really specific context when you say it, it will break you, but it is never happening. It's as probable as a ghost existing. Like, I don't even like. I can't even get. I don't even like in the um, Long Beach Aquarium. They have this big <laughs> whale that's like a plaster thing hanging from oh, the yeah, ceiling. Oh yeah, you do not like that. I do not like that at <laughs> all because it's huge, and even though it's in the broad daylight and it's clearly just hanging there, not alive, and we're not <laughs> obviously not in water, it still feels like it's floating through the water. It's yeah. still too scary. He does not I like that. that shit. Um, speaking of ghosts, I always <laughs> I just keep thinking about. It. We did break my father one time in the same. Like, I always remember this fondly. Like, this is like a like a Father's Day. And, like, I know that Nick has heard this story a million times, but it's the most, my favorite thing. Well, I was involved. You were involved heavily. Uh, Father's Day, my, I flew into Seattle from Chicago. And my, my, I have two brothers. One of them flew in from New York to surprise my dad. So, well, one of them lives in Seattle and Muriel and Johnny are flying back to surprise their dad for Father's Day. Right. So we had came up with all these different schemes. So like uh, a couple years prior for Father's Day, I had (laughs) come in early and surprised him by going. They took him out to brunch and I kept sending the waiter with a drink, his favorite drink from the bar with a handwritten note saying, I wish you had said hi when you came in. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I sent him maybe three or four of those and he, he, he refused to drink them and yelled at the waiter and then came in looking for me, <laughs> like looking for whoever was sending the drinks. So it was like this really funny thing, right? So a few days, like a couple years later, we were like, okay, let's play another prank on dad. And 
originally I was going to get a really elaborate homeless lady costume with like a wig. <laughs> and then we were going to try to orchestrate like an accidental car accident. <laughs> God. I forgot oh, that, that, was, that was on the was, table. It was going to be like they were going to stop at a stop sign. And you were going to be a homeless was, lady. And I was going to come and try to wash their windshield. <laughs> and I was like, your dad's going to shoot you. And he said, that's what everybody said. Literally, everybody was like, he's going to shoot you. You can't do that. So, and by that, we mean literally. With like the gun literally, in his like car. with a gun in his car. We were just like, that's probably a really bad idea. So we're not doing that. <laughs> so happenstance. So what we decided was that we were going to have my middle brother who lives in Seattle make fake pot cookies to give to my father. Um, oh no, what were they? They weren't cookies. They were crackers. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> so we yeah. came up with this whole idea where like my, my dad thinks that my brother is a scientist, which he's not. <laughs> and so we had came up with this really elaborate thing. Like there were these cookie these crackers that had a bunch of oregano in them and some green food coloring and we had this whole thing where like we we had a story about how you know the stupid thing is people love sugar so that's why they make pot brownies but actually sugar inhibits the ingestion of thc so i invented pot crackers and they were really potent that was all who idea. came up with that backstory was that a body original backstory? it was really just a ping pong oh great it was a true collaboration the <laughs> writer's room was really on fire with that one i mean we just really wanted to be like how can we make Madi sound more like a believable scientist <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes so that day on father's day my mom was inviting over her cousin and her cousin's husband they were going to celebrate all together with my dad and they go to pick up my dad and he had just gotten his car stolen. So they had to go like pick him up because he didn't have a car, which was already like putting him kind of off kilter. Right. And then while they're in my dad's apartment, he, my dad or my brother gives my dad these pot crackers. And he says, listen, you have to be so careful with these. They're really, really, really strong. Like, so be super careful and, and like really check in with me. And so they eat these pot crackers and they go over for this like fancy brunch at my mom's house with her cousins. So what my brother, my other brother and I, Johnny and I did, we hid in the closet for like an hour, like an hour and a half. And while they were like hanging out and having brunch and doing all this stuff. And then what we had planned was, so then Madi grabs my dad and he says, hey dad, can you come downstairs um, for a second? I want to show you something. And they go downstairs and Madi goes... So these are completely fake pot crackers. Zero THC. Zero THC. And he goes, I'm really so sorry. I dosed you. Like I'm, it's hitting me now and I'm tripping really, really, really hard. And I want to make sure you're okay. Do you feel it? And my dad was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, just be really careful, man. I just want to make sure. So while they're downstairs, my, my brother Johnny and I come out of the closet and we run out into the deck. <laughs> And so like they're having brunch in my mom's living room, which has floor to ceiling windows that look out on the deck. So we're literally six feet away from my dad. So like they come upstairs, they all sit down and they're still having brunch again. So like Johnny and I are sitting on the porch drinking beers in my dad's eye line and he didn't see us for maybe 10 minutes. And we're looking at him through this big glass window. And so Johnny and I just decided we're going to pull in the big guns and we both just turn into the window and stare like really deeply at him for a really long time. 
And my dad's in this thing. He's talking and having this great time. And he just catches eyes and he locks eyes with me. And he just goes, what? <laughs> and he freezes. And he literally starts sweating like buckets <laughs> of water. <laughs> and it took him. <laughs> he's shaking. His buckets of water. And he told me because he's really into Don Juan. Like Carlos Castaneda, he told me that he thought that we were astro projecting ourselves <laughs> because we were in trouble. <laughs> so, a hundred percent, he thought he was seeing an astro projection of his children. <laughs> and then we came inside. You know, he didn't know what was going on, and we had to give him a rag. And then he didn't. <laughs> then he had to explain the pop cookies were fake. <laughs> it was uh, hella elaborate. But that's what I think about. Like, if that had happened to me, if somebody does that to me, it's going to take me a long time to recover from that. Yeah. Like, it's my worst nightmare. Well, in addition to not enjoying being startled, I also don't like doing that to other people. I know. So I don't. It's just like, I'm just, you're not, trust me, I'm not going to do any kind. I just got, I don't have any tricks up my sleeve. Good. You're pure of heart. That's not true. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm so, I'm just like a maniac don't don't cross me you know i'm a live wire in many many ways you know what i mean mm. i'm i i'll go zero to 100 i'm crazy i'm a werewolf but i but i won't startle you i've literally you never know? seen you go zero to 100 no i bite people's faces off nick <laughs> what's the best prank you ever pulled mm. oh shit i don't know I, I don't. Like I, I'm. I'm gonna sit here and be quiet for too long, so we should move. We have a. Know. We're having a low key Halloween episode right now. Hey, this is here's a thing. Hell in your thirties, peoples. Um, shoot us ideas for episodes. So, like, if you think you have a good Halloween episode for us, or any other stuff, <laughs> you are so you know? sleepy. I'm not sleepy. I'm not sleepy. I am high. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? I feel like that's just a passive aggressive way of saying I'm being boring, which I am not. You're being not boring. being boring. Well, then don't say I'm being sleepy. <laughs> okay. Cause what I am being. Now you're being grumpy. No, I'm being sassy. There's a difference. Okay. Well, I asked you a bunch of questions. Now you get to ask me. What? You didn't ask me any questions. All I you did, did was said, tell you. What your are story. you afraid of? What do you like? What do you not like? What's Have your you best ever pranked prank? anybody? <laughs> I can't ask you any more questions because you said it's going to take you too long to answer them. Well, I don't know about a good <laughs> That's prank. not because you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Muriel, here's a question for you. Okay. If you were going to take two, not we're not talking about guns. Okay, good. no Good, I don't want to talk about guns. But if you're going to take two weapons that weren't guns, and combine them into one super weapon, oh. what would it be? Ice pick saw. <laughs> what was yours? We go. Uh, cannonball flamethrower. Okay, but only a cannonball? Yeah, no, it'd be a flamethrower that shot out a cannonball. On fire? Or yeah. just a cannonball? It would be a... It would oh, be I a, thought you were saying it had to be one thing on each end. Well... I've just said something and then you answered and then and then we went from there. There's no rules. Oh, well. Great. <laughs> all right, here's another question for you. If you had to free all of one animal from a zoo, what would it be? Mm, monkeys. 
All monkeys free. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, if you had to uh, invent an ice cream flavor mm-hmm. or n- uh, invent a new kind of cookie, what what would you rather do? I don't know. I tried to make a caramelized onion ice cream once. My dad was so mad about that. <laughs> it was pretty good. What was it? It was a sweet onion. There's something else in it. <clears throat> like brown butter sweet onion. I had this idea that I thought would be like so revolutionary, <laughs> which is that I would use caramelized onions as bacon. <laughs> like, you know, they do maple bacon. Yeah. And I was like brown butter sweet onion. I was like, ask my mom if she wants to try it. My mom will try anything. Yeah, your mom was in. She's down. And my dad is just like, I just do not understand why you're doing this. I am furious. So you already did invent an ice cream. So that answer that that question kind of answered itself. I think it'd be cool to invent a new kind of cookie. Why? Because I think ice cream flavors played out in the nature of them. You can always invent new ones like sweet onion, blah, blah, blah. So what is but what is kind invent of cookie, a new kind of cookie mean to you? I think it means like it's goes in the books. <laughs> You know, I mean, are you saying like something that you wouldn't consider a cookie is now a cookie? No, 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 no. Something that you would make that you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a cookie. You know, not even expanding (laughs) the idea of cookie exactly. But then you just do one that no one's ever done before because someone had like invent the Oreo. You know what I'm saying? Like that didn't exist until someone invented it. Right. So you have to invent the new Oreo or you know what I'm saying here? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. That would be. That'd be pretty cool, man. <laughs> All right, new question. Um, if you could, um, if you had the ability to, like, press fast forward on all TV shows, so you could, um, like, experience them, but in a really short amount of time. Mm-hmm but all other time moved at its current pay current speed. What TV shows would you watch that you would never watch in real life? Oh, that's a good question. Oh my God. I would probably watch. I might actually watch things like big bang theory and two and a half <laughs> yeah, men right, just to be like why <laughs> yeah, i have to because you to have to know your bit. enemies yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. you need Absolutely. to get into a position where you can yep. know your enemies and the thing is is like i do not understand how anyone can watch shows like those like they're like i don't understand it but part of that is because I will watch five to seven minutes of something and then yeah. just like want to throw the TV out yeah. the window. So Absolutely. like I can't get into it. Yeah. But if I could fast forward it and still absorb it, then maybe I could understand why like that's the like most popular m- show that's ever existed. on TV. Yeah, right. I like it makes me insane. Like I cannot figure it out. And it makes me furious and sad for the world and <laughs> like baffled. Like, yeah, know your enemies. 
I want to know my enemies. I want to know who is out there making the world the way it is and voted for Donald Trump. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Want to know what's your real face? What do you think is funny? Because right now I'm just like, I. Who are you? Good answer to a good question. Mm -hmm. What about you? Uh, Well, I would. That's a pretty. I'm on board with what you're saying. So that's a pretty. I want to do that. Uh, I think I would watch. Um, it's easier to think of all the movies I would catch up on, like switching it from TV to movies. I would just there's so many classics that I'll probably never watch uh-huh. that I would love to just know what they are. But it's like I we don't watch that many movies to begin with. Did you watch Citizen Kane? I've never seen Citizen Kane. Boring. So boring. <laughs> I've tried to watch it twice. I don't care. Come after me. I don't fucking care. It's so boring. And then the whole thing at the end, nobody cares. The rosebud? I mean, come on. You know who does that better than anyone? That's like Mr. Burns' story on the Oh, yeah. Sense. That's a good episode. That's when they have lots of little short films. And the short film, it's like a short film festival. And his story is a little. Oh, my thing. God. But there's two episodes. There's two versions of that because there is one episode of The Simpsons that's all short films. Yeah, the Barney one is epic. No, you're mixing two things okay. up. Okay, though that is all shorts about different people's lives. That's the one where like Lisa gets gum stuck in her hair, and they t- they show like the story of the Bumblebee Man. It's like a whole thing. It's just vignettes. Mm-hmm. And then there's an episode where they have a short film contest. And they, it's like one of them is like the life of Barney and that wins. Yeah. It's and then so, one of them yeah. is like George Burns and they're all in competition with each other. And the one that wins is Mole Man gets hit in the dick with that football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. So good. Hold on. Okay. But is the Burns one in that one? The Burns Citizen one in that is that one. But the thing about that, that's weird. That's right though, right? That's Citizen Kane and the Barney Shorter in the same episode. Yes. Yeah. But there's also other episodes. Like the only thing I can't remember is that like um, his bear's name is Bobo, I think, mm-hmm. and that's what Rosewood is to him yeah. in the short. But there's also other episodes where he's looking for his bear. Right. So it's like layers, layers on layers on layers. I love The Simpsons. <laughs> that was a pretty good. Yeah, that mole man. Uh, you told you remembered you explained the joke in a way that was a good representation of how the joke actually works in the show. (laughs) You're pretty good at telling Simpsons jokes. There's only the one that gets me still. I got you with this. There we go. Was when, uh, this episode, I don't even remember how it ended up, but it was that there was a bear roaming around in Springfield that everybody got like super up in arms about this bear being there so they all storm city hall and their chant was their chant was uh we're here we're queer we don't want any more bears <laughs> and then later <laughs> so then like they like had they hired all these guys to like <laughs> chase the bears there's like no bears and they had these jets that were like flying around springfield that said bear patrol and then at the end of the year they got a tax and it was literally like it was like five dollars for like all the bear patrol stuff and then homer was like 
This is an outrage. It's the largest tax, tax increase in history. And Lisa was like, no, it's not. It's the smallest tax increase in history. And he's like, I don't care. Let the bears pay the bear tax. I pay the homer tax. And she goes, it's the homeowner tax. <laughs> That's my favorite Simpsons runner of all time. <laughs> Got me. Well, if I could watch TV super, super fast, I would experience all, all of the Simpsons again for sure. God, I'm just thinking back. I'm like, God, remember when Selma got married? <laughs> <laughs> to Troy McClure. <laughs> yeah. She's two minutes younger. <laughs> She'll always be... Breast that goes on for days. <laughs> Ivory skin. I'm always going to be alone. <laughs> uh, I think Krusty is my favorite. Yeah. The Krusty comeback show. <laughs> what was the Krusty? What was the one that's been on KKK? The, oh. cr- the Krusty comeback Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> my favorite one is when Bart gets him fired. And That's the that one monologue. Oh, is that how it comes back? At and because he goes, he goes and gets him. And put, oh my God. That monologue. What is it? When he's sitting on the, he's like drinking a 40 and smoking <laughs> cigarettes on the street corner. That's my, uh, that is my favorite Simpsons shit right there. Uh, he's the best. You remember when they found out that uh, he was Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> his name was Herschel Krzyzewski. <laughs> and his dad was a rabbi. <laughs> well, I think we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Hella in Your 30s. You gotta just roll with the flow and pick up the vibes. <laughs> Uh, speaking I'll be of, editing this down later. <laughs> speaking of uh, <coughs> picking up the vibes, is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, leave us a review wherever you get oh, your yeah. podcast. That's definitely so. Yeah, I I said this last episode. I'll say it again. I never leave reviews. I don't do anything. But genuinely, like genuinely speaking, if you like this podcast and you have like just two minutes to write a review on whatever platform, you know. It's awesome. And yes. you can do all the criticisms you want. Just give us five stars. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, Leave also, us some stars. Thank you so much. Yeah. And also, if you have um, message us on Instagram, slide in the DMs. No, don't slide in our DMs. You can just comment on a photo. Oh, you can. Whatever you want to do. But if you want to message us, if you have anything that you want us to try that you think is like hell in your 30s, we will we're you know we'll do it so if you have something that's like really fun that you've always been like you know i'm hell in my 30s i want to try doing this weird thing like trapeze school for <laughs> fitness or like that's a good one yeah that you was a good one. one you know or like fostering a dog or like you know buying high-waisted pants what are the best <laughs> brands of high-waisted pants whatever you want Pitch it and we'll do it for you and we'll give you credit. That's right. We yeah. might even stalk you on the internet and post your photos on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us hella in your thirties at gmail.com. 
uh, with any ideas also if you're not on the gram which or I'm, Facebook or Facebook or Twitter any of those things we are on you should hit us up and follow us also if you want to come to our house and throw a rock at our window it might kill a termite so <laughs> so we would be forever grateful yeah, thank you um, happy anniversary Miriam happy anniversary Nikki tomorrow's a new day let's order pizza Oh, I have this clip recorded on my phone of when Tina in Bob's Burgers does a cartwheel directly into the, <laughs> to, the, so to the judges table. Slow motion. Here it comes. She's doing it. <laughs> 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 she clocks her head so hard. <laughs> oh I got this shit on repeat. Meryl and I are just watching my phone right now. Tina. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> <laughs> What's a creative podcast network?